Hey, Johnny. What's that, Trevor? Hey, guess what game we're playing today? I don't know. Give me any clues. What's a clue? Uh, well, it's based on one of our favorite all-time franchises. Oh, but we already played a Ninja Turtle game. Uh, it's not Ninja Turtles. Okay, um, don't tell me. Um, uh, it's it's a Batman game. Close, but nope. Okay, uh, it's one we both love. So we've already done a wrestling. Is it another wrestling game? Uh, close again, but still no. Oh, I, I can get this. Don't tell me what it is, Trevor. I can guess this. Okay, so I went wrestling. I went Batman. I went Ninja Turtles. Uh, it's got to be like Avengers or Captain America or Iron Man or something. Nope. Okay. Uh, okay. Is it one we both like? It's one we both like. We have a lot of history with it. Um, yeah, just something we both love and cherish. See, I want to. Is it? Is it like? Is Godzilla? Is it Godzilla? No, I was never into Godzilla as much as you. Probably. I was thinking Rampage. This is it's... something we both. Yeah, Rampage is a good one, but no, this is something we both grew up with, and it's just super cool. Oh, super cool! Oh, I don't yeah. know why you didn't say it before, because obviously that means we're talking about. Uh, I already said Ninja Turtles. I'm just gonna tell you. Okay. It's the Berenstain Bears. Oh well, you know what that means. It's time for another episode of Retro, Retro Bliss. Welcome to yet another episode. That's right, you've done it to yourself. You can only have yourself to blame. This is not my fault. This is not Trevor's fault. This is your fault for still listening to this. What some people call garbage, which is that's what his wife calls it. I don't know if she does or not. I'm putting words uh, in her mouth. <laughs> she didn't call it garbage, but her expression did all the talking. Okay. So, yeah. so she loved it. Oh, yeah, she loved it. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and get all the stuff out of the way first. Uh, you can follow us. On Twitter, which is at which is what's the Twitter for the show at Retro Blist. That's with an ed at the end. And also, we're very proud to say that we have an Instagram now, and it is at Retro Blist. That's right. So find us on Instagram. Add us on there. We're constantly putting stuff on there. Trevor runs that, and he does a great job. And uh, you know, and also, you can follow me on there at Johnnyism28. All that fun stuff. Okay, so we got all that out of the way. Please rate and review us on iTunes. I hate to beg. I, okay, I don't hate begging, because usually that means you might get stuff. Well, begging is just kind of how we get through life. I think begging is a another way of asking for things, but being very pitiful about it. Yeah. Is that, is that true? I mean, that's how I got um, my Ma- first job. That's how I got my marriage. Uh, yeah. Um, everything, really, in life. Yeah, so begging is great. That's yeah. what we're trying. That's what we want to teach on this show. We're talking about the Bernstein Bears, so obviously we're going to give life lessons like they would do, mm-hmm. and our life lesson today is kids go out and beg all you want <laughs> yeah it gets you stuff okay the squeaky wheel squeaky wheel squeakily squeakily squeaky wheel wakes up early and eats the worm that's correct that's what you're going for <laughs> yeah and you kill two <laughs> birds with three piles of rocks and stuff of that nature we're good at this we're professional podcasters welcome to retro bless <laughs> So if we didn't have these kinds of morals and backbone, there'd be yeah. something wrong with us because we yeah. really, uh, we really were raised by the Berenstein Bears. See, this is very true. Now I don't know. I would assume most people, our age especially, would have at least seen a Berenstein Bears book at least because right. there were so many of them. Yes, these little what were they called? Golden books? I think I think it was they were. a little golden spine. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. I don't know what company it was, but I remember the spine was kind of golden. Yes, yeah. they were kind of cheap. I think the company was Golden Books. 
we'll say that. Um, I stake my reputation on this. But yeah, these little books. We, As a beggar. <laughs> these little books. We loved reading them. There was a cartoon in the 80s. Um, mm-hmm. There's been yeah. actually a couple cartoons. Yeah. But the ones we remember is the 80s ones. Yeah. Uh, I One of my fondest memories, like when I was growing up, I uh, obviously one of my first loves was the Dr. Seuss books because the writing and also because the art. I love yeah. the art. And the same happened when I discovered the Bernstein Bear books. The art was great. Uh, you know, they came out in the 60s, if I'm thinking right. I should have wrote that down, but I'm pretty sure I read it was in the 60s by a husband and wife, uh, Stan and Jan Bernstein. And they're to this day, even though uh, those both are not with us, like their son writes them now or something like that. I think that's right. Um, there's been well over 250 books. Wow. And apparently, if I understood it right, they still got some plan to come out this year. Wow. Yeah, I don't think I realized they were still making them, but we we really liked these growing up. Because me and Johnny, if we've not mentioned this before, in addition... Johnny, Johnny and I. Johnny and I, in addition to being idiots. Um, I mean, in addition to being awesome... Begging we, idiots. We grew up together from, we're going to say age five and up, um, which put us just prime territory to, of course, you know, be caught reading Bernstein Bears books alone. Oh, this reminds me of a story. Oh, what story is that? I was going to let you just flail there. <laughs> I'm terrible at this. So, <laughs> a story that my mom loves telling to this day. Still, constantly. She tells it all the time. And this is, again, going to paint us, paint us in a very, very manly light. Very positive. Very amazing. Incredible light. So, my mom loves to tell this story of when me and Johnny were young. I don't know, 18 or 19 years old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it was like, what grade were we in, do you think? We were young. We were young. Like I, I would say I knew I was, I had to be what first second grade around that age. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, anyway, go on. Yeah, so she was wondering where we disappeared to because you know Johnny was over at the house and we were playing, but we were really quiet. She couldn't hear anything, which was very unusual for me, especially. Yeah, like for Johnny, especially, just yeah, it'd been quite a long time, probably an hour or something. She hadn't heard a peep out of us, so she looked, and we weren't outside that she could tell, and we weren't playing video games, which, as you might have guessed, we love to do. Um, we weren't playing basketball, which I don't know if we did that at that age, but we weren't uh, we weren't anywhere to be found. And so she eventually went in my room and noticed the closet door was shut, but she heard voices. <laughs> and this is not a coming out of the closet joke. <laughs> she heard voices. Though technically we did, because we had to get out of there. Yeah. She heard voices, and she opened the door, and we are both in there, crouched down on the floor, just reading Berenstein Bear books to each other. Now, in my defense... A, I love those books, and B, I was blown away by the vast library of those books that you guys had. I don't know how we had so many, but we had, yeah, we had a an embarrassment of Berenstain Bear books. You had an Berenstain, an embarrassment, yes. <laughs> the best part is though, I mean, we weren't remotely ashamed that she caught us. Johnny proudly, and this is the part Mom loves to tell. Mm-hmm. Johnny proudly looked up and says, "I read on a third grade level," <laughs> and to this day, that's still true. It's still a true statement. Um, it's a little less impressive now than it was then, yeah. but so yeah. Now it doesn't give me near as many women <laughs> as it did back then, which it actually it's the same amount. <laughs> Zero. Now, the, I will say though, the books themselves, if you don't know them, are they all the books have a, a theme to them. Each book has a different theme. They're usually trying to teach a lesson for the kids when yeah. they're reading them, like sharing or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and also... I remember a couple things that always stuck out to me when I was a kid reading these books. Was one, 
the the main family, the Berenstein Bears, lived in a treehouse. But every, if I'm thinking around, everybody else in their town actually had real just regular houses. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing that stood out to me, they were the only ones who were whose names were what they were. Yeah. Everybody else, if I'm thinking right, had actual just normal names. Yeah, you never knew their names. It was Mama Bear, Papa Bear, Sister Bear, Brother Bear. Right. And actually, which we this is well after we would read them. I think in 2000 or something, uh, they had another kid. Whoa. Yeah, I don't remember the name. It wasn't what the kid was. It was another little girl. I think it announced a, a bouncing baby, baby bear. Girl. No, I think it was Honey Bear or something like that. Oh. It's something something like that. But I mean, that's not important. What is important though is this game that we played, Trevor. Yes. So, Berenstein Bears Camping Adventure was released, well, by Sega in their Sega Club lineup. Now, what now what is the Sega Club lineup? Well, basically, I should have researched this, but from what I remember, it was just Sega's way to brand the game as being for kids. Which so, is important <laughs> when we're telling you this. It's very important. This so, just keep this in mind. I know you're probably thinking we're playing this ironically today, but A, we're not really because we do have a history with the Berenstein Bears. But B, when this game came out in 1994, it was not ironic. It was just a game for kids. Games back then were pretty much for kids anyways, even though some of them were ridiculously hard. Yeah. But this one was definitely like, this is for kids. Sega's letting you know this is part of the Sega Club. This is for kids. Right. Which will which will blow you away once you start playing this game at how difficult it can be. And yeah, take that with a grain of salt because we're terrible. But let's let's yeah. give, let's give the basics. It's first of all, it's a platforming game, right? It's it's which you know, just like the Mario's and stuff. There's uh, all your enemies. Well, the gist of the game is you're going out camping, obviously, with your family. Uh-huh. And what's even more cool is it's a two player game, and you both can oh, yeah. play at the same time. That was neither one of us knew much about the game itself, and that was a great surprise. I thought it would be alternating, but no, it's two player simultaneous and that just totally puts the whole game in a better light for us yeah and we'll, we'll get to like how what's really this is going to sound weird for a Berenstain Bears book what really makes this game stand out to me above some other games it actually made me love I actually really like this game I'm giving away the spoiler already but now people can just turn it off yeah they will they, I'm not going to give did. my opinion yet they did yeah <laughs> stay tuned for that <laughs> yeah now you know so that's the gist of it and the little story is uh, you're around the campfire with your mom and papa bear, and then the, the two cub bears go, "Hey, we want to go out. You know, what do they say? I want to go on an adventure, or want to go looking for stuff, or something." Yeah, yeah. And papa bear's like, "Well, just don't go too far from the campsite." Yeah. So what you're going to pick up from this is they're terrible parents. They're horrible parents. <laughs> they're very irresponsible. <laughs> so just get this out of the way. The moral: We said that Berenstein Bear books usually teach a moral. Correct. The mo- this game has a moral too. Uh, the moral is. Everything in God's creation wants to destroy you and yes. will kill you. Okay, that's very fair. Now, the way the game is set up, though, is there's how many levels are there? Five. There's five. All right. There's a there's a you'll get to his main area, and you go the to campsite, each, the I campsite, I guess, and you go one way to pick one, and another way to pick the other. You got one's going fishing, another one is the cave adventure. Then you got the honey hunting. Then you have a, nat- a nature walk, and then you have the haunted forest. Right. And we can go into detail about all the levels. Uh, but yeah, so it's kind of Mega Man style where you get to choose your levels up front. Right. Which means, unlike some of our other episodes, we actually got to play all the levels because you can choose your level. Yeah, well, we had to cheat to play the last one. <laughs> so, Johnny, before we go any further and talk about each of the levels, uh, how many of the levels did we actually beat? That number would be zero. We didn't beat any of them. But this is a children's game. Uh, I, I know what you're saying. I hear the words that are coming out of your mouth. 
but the answer to your question is still none. And I'm just really ashamed to, to say that, but that this is game was hard. <laughs> Every five seconds, there was an enemy, and they all hit you. <laughs> Here's why the game was hard. It is so forgiving in so many ways. It almost lulls you into this relaxed state. Mm-hmm. And none of the enemies individually are hard, but it's a constant barrage. Every five steps is something to just whittle away at your health. Do you remember the Call of Duty games when you could do the, uh, the was it the zombie parts? And they would just come at you in like groups, and they would just keep coming. And the, the gist of it was, you were going to get, you were going to die, but the more you longer you could survive, the more you won. Was Call of Duty on a game cartridge? No, it wasn't. It was. Uh, I don't know I what know. you're talking about. Okay. Man. Well, yeah. you know. Anyway, this is what this reminded me of. As in, the enemies kept coming at you. Yeah. And the point was, right. you were going to lose a life. It yeah. Didn't matter what you did. Yes. Yeah, so all these little woodland creatures are out to destroy you. Now, what were some <laughs> of the creatures, Trevor? So you had <laughs> the worst one was a little rat. Oh, we hated that thing. He followed you around, and he's so tiny. Yeah. It's hard to step on them. All the enemies you just kill by stepping on them. That's right. Just like in real life, even the porcupine. Even the porcupine. <laughs> But there's just so many, and you can always count. Every time you make a blind jump or something, there's going to be a rat or something waiting for you. Now, now the, here's what... You know, I'm probably reading way too much into a kid's game. But you're a bear, right? Yeah. So why are porcupines and birds and stuff even remotely trying to attack you? Shouldn't it be running from you? Yeah, there's nothing alive in this game that doesn't want to kill you. And if you're a bear who can walk and talk and go on picnics and camp... Then how come none of the other animals can? This world yeah. doesn't make sense, Trevor. It confused me, and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really strange though because I went into this game thinking the biggest flaw is it's going to be too easy, but it, it it just lulls you into this state of being nonchalant and like, oh, we're on a camping adventure. Ow, I ow, mean, stop, ow. Yeah. I'm not touching him. He's just saying that's the noises he made while yeah. playing this game. That was what we were doing. Just saying that. Yeah. But yeah, so, well, let's go over the levels. We Okay, going fishing. Going fishing, that's the one we played first. Now, each level, your the main job is to collect a certain thing. Which, here, let me just go and say, we made it to the boss on every level. Well, except for the secret level. We made it to the boss on all the other levels. We just died so many times before then that we never finished it. But these things you collect, I think they might just be for score. I never figured out anything else. We actually literally do not know what they do when you get them all. But yeah, like so in the fishing level, you're collecting fish. Which makes sense. It does make sense. And yeah, you're just basically you're just trying to make it um, to the little signpost that says exit. And there's a bunch of these in a level. But you make it to one signpost and you go to the next part of the level. Um, But yeah, going fishing was the first level we played. And um, what stood out to you when we started playing that? Uh, I think since it was the very first level we played, what really stood out to me was how great this game looked, for one. Yeah. It's a beautiful game. It really is. There's a lot of bright colors in it. Yeah. It's designed really well. The characters look like the characters. Yeah. You could actually do quite a great few different animation. things. Yeah, the animation was, was great. You could do all kinds of things with your character. Yeah. And what really stood out to me is uh, Trevor and I couldn't figure it out at first. Like, there was this <laughs> higher level. We did not know how to get there. Like, ten steps into the first level. Yeah. We didn't know how to get there. And lo and behold, you actually use teamwork in this game a lot. A yeah. lot. As in, you it's have to get next to each other, push a certain button, and it would. And I would like put my hands down, and you could step on my hands, and I would help you up onto the next ledge, right. and you would help me up from there. <laughs> that was hilarious. Ten steps into the first level, we're like, I don't know. I actually started thinking maybe maybe the game's broken. Yeah, his first I mean, thought was his game was broke. Here's, here's the other 
Uh, this is the second version of this game. Here's behind the scenes. I've been proud to say before that I've never had a cartridge, a game cartridge, that I couldn't eventually get to work. But I bought this game just to play on the show, and we never got it to work. I took it apart. I could never get it to work. That's the kind of stuff we do for you. Right, that's what we do. I actually bought a second copy of this game to play, and it worked, but then we couldn't. He only had to take out two mortgages. Yeah, two mortgages. Uh, I mean, well, I've left me, but. Um, but it was worth it because this game was beautiful. Yes. But yeah, so we couldn't even get on the sledge 10 steps into the first level. Johnny, I was a little ashamed of him, but I'm just going to air your laundry here. Okay, go ahead. Johnny pulled up YouTube and tried to look how to get past this first little area. And the bad part is, <laughs> when he looked it up, there's like a spring that was on the ground you're supposed right. to use. There's only one player playing. So they, there's a spring there, and, but and on, on our version there wasn't one. There's so no I'm spring. assuming that if you play by yourself, they're going to put stuff in there because obviously you can't. Yeah. Because there's only one bear there, you can't do the sharing thing to help each other up. Long story short, I thought the game was broke because the spring didn't appear. Right. But we were just terrible at teamwork. That's what it is. Yeah. But we got better. We got better. So yeah, you help yourself shimmy up the levels. Mm-hmm. And that was what impressed me most about the first level is a it was a long level. Oh yeah, all the levels are long. There's a lot to yeah, them. Yeah, there's a lot to them. There's only five, but there's they're not small. But also there's verticality to the levels. You're not just going left and right. You can really move up and down and take different paths. It reminded me of a Sonic the Hedgehog level. Yeah, that's, it doesn't play like that at all. But no, it's nowhere near as fast. It's a lot more slower paced. But what you're saying, I get because you can. There's ups and downs. Literally. It's not just left and right. There's a huge right. whole level, even though it's in 2D, a huge holds level there. And, like, there's he a couple holds, times, yes. you huge, huge here is there. <laughs> now, you know, like, there was a, more than once we fell off and we thought we were dead, but yeah. we just found another part of the level by ac- complete yeah. accident. The game is, it is for kids. I mean, there's very few places you can fall and totally die. And even if you fall into a bottomless pit, you only lose a little bit of health. But again, just this constant barrage of enemies. We finally get to the boss, and we realize we have one life left. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> you know. And also, as important in this game is you can pick things up. Yeah. Like we can pick up you know, a net to help you catch things. Yeah. But do not defeat enemies. By the way, no. you cannot catch a porcupine. The rocks were those. hilarious. The rocks, which were, and I'm not talking about Dwayne Johnson. I'm talking no. about actual physical rocks you throw at things. Where if there was two birds and I had three stones. <laughs> you with your analogies again? Yeah. Yeah. So. But the the rocks you only threw at a certain a certain trajectory, so it didn't matter where you were yeah. at. You're always going to throw the same way, no matter what. So if there's an enemy like with like with under that where the rock was going to land, you would just miss. If there's an enemy directly in front of you, you're not going to hit it. Right. Yep. Because you overthrow every time. It was hilarious. If there's an enemy at a slight a slight incline from you, good luck. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you can pick up rocks and nets and other uh, items. Pickaxes we saw. Yeah, in the mine level, but but yeah, in this first level. Um. Yeah, I was impressed by all those things you said. Oh, and also, to my knowledge, this is the first cooperative game I've played, or that existed at the time, I believe, where like if one of you goes off the screen or falls, you get into a bubble. And there's a lot of games that uh, the new Super Mario Brothers series does yeah, it. Yeah. The newer Rayman games um, do it, where you like get in a bubble and float up to your... Well, I don't think it's not just a bubble, like, but it's the same concept right, in yeah. each level. Like, uh, on one of the levels, you skateboarded on a leaf or something. Right. Like a nature walk, I think it was. Yeah, it was a neat way to keep you... Now, I'm not sure how it decided what player it follows and what player turns into that the seemed, bubble. But... That seemed random to me. Yeah. It just randomly decided. But it's the first time I remember seeing that in a game um, way before, you know, the new Super Mario Brothers or Rayman. 
Yeah, for um, sure. I think one of the Sonic games did something similar, but it wasn't a right. bobble. Sonic 2, Tails floated yeah, up. Yeah, but yeah. You know, it was not exactly the same, but sort of. Yeah, okay. So the other levels were like you had Cave Adventure, which obviously is was where you, the pickaxe came in. Yeah. And, you, and it was really cool. Then you had uh, Honey Hunting, which the only thing I remember about that was getting the honey. Yeah, it was... Uh... Yeah, oh, you know what? I lied. We didn't finish this level, did we? Oh, no, because we found a spot we couldn't get past. <laughs> We're yeah. stupid. See, in this child's <laughs> game, not only did we die in every level, Speak the boss. for yourself and for me on this one. But yeah, in this level called Honey Hunting, yeah. we which, got in the trees you know, and we couldn't figure out how to get any further. Which sounds like it'd be an easy case. The name of the level is Honey Hunting. That's the name yes. of it. It's not like hunting for dangerous animals or anything. You're looking for honey. And we were not good at it. Right, and I don't know if there's anybody, but it, but, 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 if there's anybody out there, professional podcasters, and we're not. There's no way we're editing that out. No, leave it. Um, they're probably making fun of us if they played this before because it's probably not that hard, but we really struggled. <laughs> Speak for yourself again, and also for me on this. So nature walk, we didn't cover that level. No, we didn't. Uh, and also, I think my favorite was haunted forest, just because there were ghosts there. <laughs> Yeah, so the Haunted Forest, I believe you have to beat the other four levels to unlock this level. But again, we got game over screen and we're reset to the title screen at the end of every single level. And we do this for you guys, so we knew we had to play the yes. Haunted Forest. The only, there's no FAQ for this game. Nope. The only cheat we could find was the cheat to unlock this level. And of course, we used that to our oh, advantage. Yeah. And it was a cool level. Um, there were, Yeah, Ghost and... Well, all the other enemies were pretty much the same, I guess. Yeah, all the, I, I feel like overall, there were the same en- enemies. Like, there was always this type of bird. There was always like a... Rolling a, mushrooms. Rolling mushrooms or snails. Yeah. Or that kind of thing. But each one had like a, a, a specific animal that would come right. out and get you, or ghosts, as in that one's... Yeah, they're like owls and ghosts in this haunted yeah. level. Yeah, so that's that's cool. what it would do. The woodpecker stood out to me. I don't remember. I think it was... <laughs> yeah. Was that the nature walk or whatever? Yeah, I think it was. Cause it would, cause once it got you, it stayed on you and kept yes. like it would kept pecking at your face. Yeah, it got on me and it wouldn't get off. And I was like, get it off, get it off. Yeah, it was just pecking away at me, and it, I don't know if it killed me or just went away eventually. And so that's a, a thing of nightmares for kids. Yes, <laughs> and for us. So yeah, so we uh, were fantastic at this game, like all games. Yeah. So yeah, those were the five levels, um, and we pretty much covered most of the enemies I can remember. Mostly the kinds of things you would expect in a forest, except way more evil and vindictive. Yeah. 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 And I do remember, like, that was the only level in which, when you did fall to your death, your character fell a long way. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, there actually were bottomless pits. Yeah. It was kind of terrifying how far you fell. Yeah, it really was. I was I was not happy. I was not a happy sister bear. That's who I was. Yep, you were sister bear. Yeah. Um. So what about, speaking of falling, what about the controls, the jumping and everything? I, I thought that was pretty great. Like, the lighter you touched it, the less you jumped. Yeah. The harder you pressed it, the, like it was, it was controlled into like you could control how you jumped, right? And almost to a fault, really, because you could, I could control which direction I was jumping, even mid air. Yeah, and a lot of times I'd miss little ledges and stuff because I was overcorrecting myself. Uh, I'll, I'll just say that this game, the level of control you have in your jumps, is not necessary for a kid's game, but is really impressive. There's a there's not many games I can think of where you have this much control over. The fine tuning of your jump, yeah, which means I fell constantly. Oh, all the time. No finesse at all. I mean, it was. It would have been easier if you just jumped, and that's just how far you jumped. Yeah. But you really could control how far you jumped, 
and I thought it was great, but it required some practice. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, the controls were really good overall, I would say. Overall, I think the controls were great. Uh, this is one of the better controlling games to yeah. me that we've played so far. You, you just It's one of those things you know it when you feel it. There's a lot of games on the Genesis. and I, I think what really stood out to me, and we're, I think we're getting ready to give our overall views here in a second, but what really stood out to me about this game was that the overall quality of it was much higher than what I was expecting going in. Yeah. it was a lot. That's what I was going to say. It's a lot higher than it had to be, really, for yeah. a kid's game. Yeah. But, there's yeah, there's a lot of games on the Genesis, I think in particular, that are platformers that look good and they feel fine, but you can just tell there's just something not quite right. But, the, but that isn't the case with this game. The controls were dead on. Um, we touched on the graphics, but really, really impressive 16-bit graphics. Oh, it is, it is a be- beautiful looking game. Uh, the music is, is, it won't, like, I'm not going to be humming this music later. No. But it was serviceable. It wasn't bad at all. Like, it didn't grate on me. The music of the presentation, the music was the weakest part. But, but even it wasn't, that wasn't terrible. Yeah, but even that wasn't bad. No. But yeah, good, great gameplay, great graphics, serviceable music. Um, yeah, just, are we ready for the ratings? I think we are. So I'll go ahead and go first since they kind of already know where I'm going to go with this since I kind of spilled the beans yeah. earlier. Now, what am I rating it? Is one out of uh, one out of ten um, tops of bad pair bear, bad pair, bad bear parents? There you go, bad bear parents. <laughs> that's, that's I don't know where you're going with this, so go ahead. <laughs> I thought the parents were terrible. Oh, they terrible. were. Yeah, they sent us out to die multiple times. Yeah. we fell on spikes. It, I mean, yeah, who does that to their cubs? Now, I really, really enjoyed this game. I thought overall, like I said before, much, much better than I thought it needed to be. Yeah. And it really threw me off of how much fun I was having playing. I had yeah. a blast playing this game. We played this <laughs> game probably longer than any of the other ones we played. <laughs> we were playing quite all week. We didn't stop until we at least tried every level. Yeah, and it, and some of the other ones we played, even the ones I've liked, it started to feel like it was treacherous. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, you know, it was getting monotonous, but not this one. So I have to say, i got to give us a 7.5 out of 10. I really do. Uh, and the only reason I'm not going to rank it up higher because I just want to be rough on game. <laughs> Yeah. I'm probably knocking it up to an eight if I'm being completely. I'm going to knock it up. I'm doing it here. I'm doing it to the eight. I'm giving this an eight. Crazy, crazy. I really liked it. It was fun. This is one that I could see myself playing again later. The yeah. replay value to me is is much higher than some of the other ones we played. And the overall package, I think, even if you didn't even care about the Berenstein Bears, this game, if you just like platformers, yeah, this is a good game to play. I think so too. Um, yeah, so I'm going to do my review a little different. I'm actually going to give it two scores. Um, I really feel like the fact that this game is so cooperative, it shines as a two-player game. Oh, for sure. I've not played a single player. I'm not sure I would enjoy it nearly as much. Because it's not like... I mean, it was challenging for us, but it's not challenging in the way that you know Sonic or Mario is. It's more just really should have been more careful to not get hit a hundred times. Um, but it's a two-player game, although it probably honestly is harder as a two-player game. It's just so much more fun. So I would say as a single-player experience, I mean, I really can't say. Maybe a 6.5. Um, I think it's absolutely worth playing as a single-player game. It's it's definitely above average. You know, I'm going to say 7 even, but it's it's at least a 7.5 as a, as a two-player experience. Um, You're not going to knock it up to an 8? Knock it up to an eight, Trevor. You can do this. I'm going to stick with seven point five because we want an eight. We want an eight. We want an eight. All right, here's what, gonna, here's what I'm going to do. Okay, I'm going to meet you somewhere in the middle. Okay, I'm going to go seven point eight four. Can I round it up to an eight? 
7.84 is my final rating. It's got to go up to an 8, or we can't go past this to the next part that everybody Here, loves. Here's the thing. Five, now, you think I'm joking. You're knocking this up to an 8 before we go on. All right, 8. Ah, sweet. See? I knew you'd come around. 7.84. <laughs> <coughs> now, Trevor. Good game. Good game. It, that's what we're saying overall. Yeah. Great game. Now, Trevor, it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show. It, of course, is... What, what are we calling this again? We've called it several things, but Bliss Quiz was... I think we just start calling it several different things. It's yeah. time for the Berenstain Bears Trivia Challenge. Yes. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. I think you can go first. Have fun. All Good right. luck trying to trick me on these. So... I kind of went a certain direction with my questions, and uh, I think I'm going to trip you up. You try. You try your hardest. So, Johnny, uh huh. which of these are actual Berenstain Bear video game titles? Okay, I'm going to knock this out of the park. Uh, Berenstain Bears Get in a Fight. <laughs> Berenstain Bears Learn to Eat. <laughs> or Extreme Sports with the Berenstain Bears. Okay, I do know the answer, just from doing research myself. It's the first one. It's the fighting one. That is one of them. Is that your final answer? Yes. It is, but Berenstein Bears Extreme Sports is also a real thing. Is it really? Yes. <laughs> what kind of extreme sports do they do? I don't know, but it came out for 2000, or sorry, in the year 2000 for the Game Boy Color, and Electronic Gaming Monthly rated it one of the 20 worst games of all time. So they loved it. So they loved it, yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. All right, Trevor. I'm going to give you a true or false question. Oh, 50, 50 so you have a chance to get this right. Yeah. Now, Trevor, a Berenstein Bears movie is planned or, an, was it, or was announced in 2009. Yeah. As of 2012, they said a script was being written. And the gist of it was it's going to be both live action and animation. Hmm. It, however, has never been released yet. Is this true or false? That sounds... Too detailed for you to make all that up. So that's got to be true. Well, to be fair, I'm really good at making things up. So I could have made something really detailed. I'm actually not even real. You're just using two voices. That's right. That's how good I am. And you were right. That is true. Other cool. Or I am right then if you're me. So four years ago, there was a script being done. I wonder if it's still happening. I have no idea. I tried to. I did try to find out if hey, maybe it came out and nobody just knew about it. Or maybe just they decided to make it just straight to video or something. I, huh. I couldn't find it out. I don't know. Huh. All right, so your next question. All right, I'm going to get this one. I'm one for one. Which of these is not a real thing? Okay. A Berenstein Bear Bible with a complete Old Testament and New Testament Bible written at a third grade reading level. Oh, which means I could just read it barely. Barely, yeah. yeah. Berenstein, bear. Bear. <laughs> Berenstein Bear shaped hot pockets. That has to be real. I want that to be real more than anything. Or a Berenstein Bear line of products. Uh, Released by a drug company encouraging children to get their vaccines. Sent out to every pediatrician's office in the U.S. In my heart, even though I want it to be true, the Hot Pocket one has to be false. You're right. The Berenstein Bears Complete Bible and the vaccination uh, advertisements were real. Well, I don't think people realize how popular these books were at one point. Yeah, they, they really were. They were huge at some point. Everywhere you looked, the, the, you know, the Berenstein Bears was somewhere they're right. on all kinds of different things now trevor another true or false okay the, they're still writing books and being released to this day 
I believe you said that earlier in the episode, so I'm going to say true. There you go. <laughs> See, I, I pay attention. There you go. <laughs> it is true. Uh, according, the one was released last year, and apparently they're still planning on releasing a few this year. Wow. So that is crazy. I was reading that apparently, I mean, they were very, very moral, like, kind of beat you over the head with their moral lesson kind of books, which I don't think was such a bad thing, especially compared to what kids have to choose from now. But apparently they really went almost like um, like full-blown religious at some point, like with the Bible and everything. They from, what, from, what I, from what I've seen, there were some of the books that did definitely take a religious slant to them, but I think they were like their own... There were like still separate. the Bernstein Bears, but like separate from the, I don't know, you know what I mean. Different canon? Yeah, there you okay. go. <laughs> they weren't canon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you heard it here first. Yeah. Not so, is it my turn to read a question? Yes. Which of these is not a real episode title for an episode of the Bernstein Bears cartoon? Okay. Um, the Bernstein Bears in No Time for Tootin'. <laughs> the Bernstein <laughs> I cut myself up. <laughs> you know the funny thing is these things that aren't real we have to make them up which kind of proves our intelligence here <laughs> right the Berenstein Bears hug and make up or the Berenstein Bears and the female fullback <laughs> remember only one of these is not real <laughs> okay again in my soul I want the no time for tooting to be real but that just sounds so much like a joke from you, so I have to go with that one. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but I say that with sadness in my heart because I want it to be, a, I want it to be something. Is this other episode any better? The Berenstein Bears and the female fullbacks? I don't even understand what that means. I is think a fullback it's, like a football? I think it's talking about football, the female fullbacks. I think I read that one. I do remember her trying to play football, and because she was a girl, there was a big deal about it. Which still to this day is kind of a thing, if I'm huh. thinking right. You know, I don't know. Berenstein Bears, cutting edge. Yeah, that's what they were. That's what they were. Now I'm gonna knock you. I'm gonna knock your socks off. My last okay. one. Okay. I'm not. False. Going, you have to know. You got to give an answer. Okay. You're giving. An, I'm not giving you any choices. You're giving an answer. In in the 2002 Bernstein Bears series, who voiced Brother Bear? Oh. It's a. I'll, the only clue I'm going to give you is it's a famous person. Famous can mean many things to you. Like. Famous to most people or famous to oh, me we'll, and you? We'll play, we'll play 20 questions or whatever you want to call this. Ask me yes or no questions right. and I'll give you the answers. Is this person so famous that my mom will know who they are? I don't know. I don't I don't know. Okay. That's your th- it's going to be yes, no, or I don't know. Is this person a famous voice actor or like a real life actor? Both. Okay. Because, see, I thought I heard somewhere that it was like one of the Ninja Turtle voice actors. But that, that probably doesn't quite qualify as famous. Just to us. Um, I'm going to say voiced by Moses. <laughs> From the Berenstein Bears Old Testament Bible. I'm going to give you some more clues. Cause I just want you to. Okay. I want your mind to be blown by this. Wait, which one is it? Brother Bear? Brother Bear. A lot so, of these kids were played by girls. This was not. Okay. I'll give you that. It's a guy. It's a man. Huh. Uh, he's been in. He was in a show that we both absolutely loved, and he's been in some movies too. He started out in a show, got huge from a show, went on to do big movies, and I still act now, as far as I know. Huh. It's an actor we both really like, but some people... Bill Murray? No. Oh. Younger, younger. 
Um, you want me to give you the show that we both yeah. watched? He was in Arrested Development. Really? Uh-huh. Is it Michael Sarah? Yes. Wow. <laughs> is that not amazing? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> that blew me away. I thought it was the greatest thing ever. That's cool. I know some people don't like him, but I think he's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Scott Pilgrim is an underrated movie. Oh, anyway, wow. back to Burn Insane Bears. Trevor, overall, obviously we love this game. <laughs> we yeah. Can't recommend the game even more. I think... And the books. I'm just going to oh, throw yeah. it out there. I loved the books as a kid. They might be terrible now, but who knows? Uh, you know, you could, the books have great art and all that kind of blah, 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 blah. Go, this game, I paid five bucks for it. Technically, I paid five bucks for it twice. So you paid ten bucks. But even at ten bucks, if you've got kids and a Sega Genesis, go and get this game and play this with Or your you kids. know adults that are our age who you know you can entertain with who the kids Who are game. like men children. Yes. Then play this game with them. Or her like Mildred. Yes. Which, yeah. I'm so gonna, yeah. If you're by yourself, it's probably still worth it. But if you got somebody to play it with, go it, pick it up. If you're by yourself and you find yourself in that moment <laughs> where you're playing the Berenstein Bears camping adventure on an outdated system. Then I'm, I want to be your friend because you're cool. Yeah, that's where I was going to go. I yeah. wasn't going to go. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're just wrong. You're wrong. Yeah. So, Trevor, leave that game here for no reason whatsoever. Okay. Thanks for listening to us, guys, and stay tuned for the next episode, which will be, <laughs> we're not going to tell you. You're going to find it out later. Also because we don't know.